0: Host of Locked on Rays, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked on Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and online at fanstreamsports.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays. You can also email us, lockedonrays at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Room. Download the app and join Ulysses and I this week to get in on the action and conversation. Spotify Green Room. Okay, Ulysses, uh, we are recording on a Thursday morning, but we will be posting this episode on Friday. So a little inside baseball there. Uh, with that, we have the pleasure again being joined by Channel 10 WTSP Sports Director Evan Klosky. Uh, who is, man, I don't know how much sleep you got, Evan, from last night's lightning game. Good thing the lightning won on Wednesday because it really could have been a sour afternoon and evening for the Tampa Bay sports uh, community after the Rays clunker, but thankfully the, the lightning came through at home.
1: Yeah, the, the Nationals are hot, which is a problem for my yes, men, right? But but even beyond that, we have not seen a worse performance from the Rays pitching staff since the first week of the year. And and that was probably actually the worst performance we have seen the entire year. So it happens.
2: It's unfortunate. Eight straight club I, I, losses. I, I talked to, um, to Kevin about this in April. You know, I think if you're a good team, you're going to have – around seven clunkers. And I think, I think in, in April, we had like three of those. This is yeah, definitely quick, quick a clunkers. clunker.
0: Yeah. It's been a while since we've had a true clunker. This yeah. definitely qualifies for sure. Yeah. We didn't yeah. even start Uh-oh. that
2: way. It was like, Oh, we're going to have like a,
1: a nice little, little battle yes. here. Seven, five. Okay. Let's score some more runs, have some fun. And I was like, Oh, Oh no. nope.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just wait till yeah. you bring uh, your boy, Michael Walker into the fold and things go downhill. From there. I don't know that. what happened to
1: I, I see I didn't mush him before this game, right? Like last game, yeah. I, I I gave him crap, and all of a sudden Michael Walker is is looking like a Cy Young. Then he pitches without my mush, and it's a problem.
2: It you know, is, it is.
0: It's weird because the Rays now, so they did win their prior two series against the Red Sox and the Angels. Then they get swept, quote unquote, in the two-game set against the Nationals. And if you look at these standings right now, the Rays are three games back of the Red Sox. The Red Sox somehow keep winning. They've got 50 wins right now. The Blue Jays are making moves, making trades. They acquired Adam Simber, Corey Dickerson. They have George Springer back in the fold. Meanwhile, the Rays uh, injuries are piling up with Josh Fleming, Ryan Thompson, Taylor Walls. Uh, I'm missing somebody in there as well. Chaz Rowe out for the season, although he didn't really do much for the Rays. Man, we're now, now, yeah, I mean it's it's piling up right now, and we start finally to see the Rays. Okay, we've got to do a little something about this and call up Luis Patino. We can't be playing games and have him just throwing in triple A and, and wearing out his talent there. We need him for the big show. But how much I mean, what's the concern level here with the Rays? Uh, I mean, well, uh,
1: it'd be cool if they win a road game again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, honestly, it, if you go back to that seven game losing streak, right, it went, it went to seven. Right. I, I'm correct. Yes. Seven. seven. They got then, swept then, by the
0: Mariners, believe it or not. I don't know how right. in the world that happened, but yes, it did.
2: So, so you lose seven. Then you win the last two against uh the red sox you win the first two against the angels then you lose the last one so in the last 12 games they won four and then it, so plus the two in the last 14 games they've won four games it's yeah it's, it's not good so yeah. they're basically
0: the opposite of the nationals right now yes with that
2: they're four and ten I don't think it's a huge cause of concern because of the cushion that they've mm-hmm. created themselves. And again, if if we just play um, ex, uh, extrapolation, the extrapolation game, which I, I adore as a baseball fan, 47 plus 47. OK, that that should be, you know, a, a good barometer. But like you said, the Red Sox got 50 and it seems like they're not dying. I still don't believe in them. I still don't believe in them on July 1st, but they're every day that they're still in first, they're proving me wrong. And uh, the Toronto blue Jays are making moves and they're getting better. The Yankees are always the Yankees. I mean, uh, I, I, it would be very weird to see the Yankees pull off an 82 game, uh, 82 win game season. So with all that being said, not a huge red flag, but, it's th- some something yeah. has to happen you gotta you gotta switch something up i think and patino is a great first step of changing things up
1: yeah i, I don't know uh i don't know if the red flag I, you know look the the hot stretch they went on I, I when you do that there's going to be a regression to the mean at one mm-hmm. point you know it just
2: they
1: they're a good team uh they're not that good and 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 you know, unless you're the Seattle Mariners refuse to lose team, no team is really that good when you go on a, a heater like that, you know, or or the, the Cleveland Indians from a, a, a few years ago. So, you know, this is just the regression to the mean, not only after that winning streak, but also from their stellar road record that they've accrued throughout the year, mm-hmm. you know, as I mentioned, eight straight road losses, that's, that's a problem. And they're going to now enter a a monstrous series on the road in Toronto. So, or Buffalo, um, it's not a cause for concern. I I just, I just think it's part of the ebbs and flows of the season. You know, we are about to hit the halfway mark, you know, for me, you know, I'm already seeing on, on, on Twitter. Hey, we, you know, we need this person for the stretch run for the stretch run. Like we're not at the stretch run yet. Right. we're running, if we're running a marathon, we're at mile 12. We got a long way to go. So, um, you know, there's another 35 35 ish games. Yeah. Before we're in this position, I'm like, okay, things have to pick up. Now, there's one month left uh, before the trade deadline. And, you know, we know that the Rays are not going to make a, a monstrous move, uh, even though I
0: want uh, Max Scherzer. <laughs> I don't think the nationals are giving them up after this run. They, no, they're at 500. Yeah, they're no, going to, they're, I mean, they're going to see the three. See that, the was, thing that
1: was the contingency was, you know, the nationals had to fall apart and they're doing the same exact thing. They did the year that they won the world series where they were horrific. It looked like they were going to sell everything. And mm-hmm. then they hit a surge and they talked themselves out of it. And that year was for good reason. Uh, you know they don't even have Strasburg yet. Uh, Strasburg back yet. So, um, you know, look that that's off the table. We're not going to discuss that again until you know with the right. national surging. Uh, having said that, the Rays, you know, they're going to have to decide whether they believe the man, you know, the front office that is, whether they believe in their team to to think that they have a chance to to make a run at the World Series. But I'm with you. Louis Patino was in Triple A longer than he should have i get it you know they're mm. trying to i don't know if they're trying to avoid super two whatever i don't know but he should have been called up earlier and uh you know we might see shane baz uh, yep. in, in the near future because what he's doing in AAA, fantastic so
0: I, I like him a lot and he might be another quick fix you need something to sort of i would think bridge the gap among the inconsistency of some of the starters we've seen of Rich Hill at times, Ryan Yarbrough at times, Shane McClanahan at times. It's like, at least lately, it's like, you have a good start, then a bad start, then a so-so start, then a bad start. And you're, you're missing the horse, of course, in Tyler glass. Now, uh, Evan, one guy who has, of course, gotten a lot of talk over the last couple of weeks and some in the fan base, uh, looked at him as the so-called savior for, uh, the rest of this season and beyond Wander Franco, who right now, you know, you look at the the on-the-surface numbers and they're not so hot. He's batting 194. He has a 306 on-base, 628 OPS, and 36 plate appearances. Uh, As a lefty, when he's batting left-handed, he's batting 111, and he's hitting 083 on all the fastballs he's seen thus far. Um, What have you seen from him? Are you concerned about these numbers, or is it just a case of him... Getting bad bipped and he'll figure things out. Uh, and uh, over the course of let him get 150, 200, 300 at bats and see where those numbers go.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we're still dealing with a small sample size. Yeah, you know, there's a point where you become Ch- Jared Kelnick of the Mariners. You know, a highly touted mm-hmm. prospect, a guy we believe is an all-star in the future, a guy that went on like an O for 37 stretch, and, and eventually you have to send him back down to get his confidence back up. We are not there yet with Wander. You have to continue playing him. It's, I mean, we're talking, what has it been? This is his third series that he's playing. Right, Um, right. He's entering his fourth. Yeah. So it's not what we all want. It's not the magical carpet ride that was the first game of the year for him. (laughs) Major League teams, they, they know what you want to do. And, and Wander has to adjust. And that's going to be part of his career and part of his success is understanding how to adjust um, when MLB pitchers adjust. So, right now, he's getting thrust into the fire. I think that he's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we're a long way away from me being worried, uh, uh, frustrated, of course. And I think fans can be very frustrated and expect more out of him. I'm sure he expects more out of him. Uh, having said that, I, you know we got like we're g- let's get to the All Star break, reassess, um, and I'm waiting for you know uh, Del Bruhan to mm-hmm. get on a little bit of a heater down there in AAA so he can get the call up. But he's batting about like 248 now. Um, the other night he had a four for four night, which you know hopefully is a sign of things to come. The next night he followed it up with an offer. But Bruhan would be another piece that they can add. And, you know, you got to remember also during this losing streak, you know, they lost a lot of close games, Mm -hmm. a lot of one run ball games, walk offs, you know, walk offs, extra innings. Um, The one thing we're realizing with this team, and I think we've known it, but the one thing that we're realizing when it comes to those close games, this lineup is not built for close games, they're built for power. Mm -hmm. they um the game they lost four to three against the nationals right they hit their two home runs there were no there were no runners on base this is a team that that goes for it all with home runs and if nobody's on base to score when when the bomb goes out of the park you're just kind of screwed i mean it's that's the big problem and this team just strikes out so much the it's. I mean, they're going to break the major league record for strikeouts. Yeah. It's not and it's not even going to be close. But the problem is when you strike out that much, when you put a runner on second, there's no situational hitting. The, you know, out of out of the the first and the second batter that comes up to the plate, more likely than not, one of those two batters are going to strike out.
0: Yeah, Bunting. That's what we need. Hey, I said it the other day, Ulysses. Rich Hill can lay down a bunt apparently evidently we saw it so if you have yeah. to resort to that to to grandpa laying one down to move the runner over to third so be it with that uh yes. by the way evan are you fan not a fan of the extra inning rule
1: uh for me personally i I've, I've always wanted the extra inning rule to go into effect like i i i said the 13th inning you know if you okay. want to compromise and and make it to 12th, I'm okay with that now too. I'm very much against regular season games going like 19 innings. You know, Mm -hmm. it. It here's the thing. Uh, Players, it it, it screws up both teams, screws up your staffs. You have to add a player. You got to shift your whole roster around just because on May 26th in a 162, 162 game season, we have to play 19 innings. It's, ridiculous i i I love those games i have in the past i'm the one that stays up and watches them all Mm -hmm. but also from a player safety standpoint it's dumb like we don't i don't need players staying up till one o'clock in the morning and then turning around playing a a one o'clock game in the afternoon as their getaway day is default it's like it it, because the next day is a bad product and then as a fan your your team is is screwed for three days and you feel it and you know, you can end the series on that, and the other team has a huge advantage because you're just coming off this marathon of a contest. So I'm, I'm against just – obviously, in the playoffs, yes. In playoffs, right. you, you do it true, whatever. Uh, but as far as regular season, I'm against doing it forever. Uh, but I I do think you should play the, the game of baseball one time through the order. And that, that's why I said the 13th inning because if – you have the, let's say if your, your team goes down, you know, in order back to back to back innings, at least the entire lineup had one shot get this done without the rule in in place. So that's, that's my thing. If you want to do 12th, fine. You know, if you want to even do the 11th, fine. I, I just, you know, I, I think there should be extra innings. Shouldn't be an automatic runner on base at second. Let's give the guys another chance once or twice to at least get it done the old fashioned way before pushing the pace of it.
0: Dare I ask you about seven inning double headers
1: Are you uh, on board with that. Th- for this season, for this season only I'm okay. on board with it in the future. No, I'm not. I, you know, just the, you know, with the COVID protocols and everything, it, you know, that, like the Mets and the, and the Nationals, I think, actually were the ones that were affected at the beginning of the season with that. We haven't had COVID issues in a, in a long time. Um, but no, I you know, yeah, we've been doing this forever the, with, with rainouts, and having double headers is nine innings. We can fit it in. I understand the issues this year. I'm okay with it. Next year, I don't want it.
0: Ulysses I'm going to have to send Evan my uh, 25 page PowerPoint presentation on the argument for all games being seven innings and scratching back to a hundred game season my radical Kevin's radical MLB plan Evan is already shaking his head at the idea and Ulysses is about to jump down on my throat here
2: don't uh, I'm okay with decreasing don't. Okay. No, don't 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 call it don't call it a PowerPoint presentation. Call it a manifesto because that's okay. what it is. Is the Kevin Wise manifesto? Boom. fair enough, fair enough. Uh, today's episode is brought to you
0: in part by Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is tobacco free, long cut, and pouches that give you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz. You're used to without tobacco. Uh, it's available in nine flavors, and Fully Loaded Chew is made with all food grade ingredients and tobacco free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine available. Uh, Fully Loaded Chew is offering locked on team listeners a special offer right now. You can try a can for just a dollar. That's right, just $1. So go to Fully Loaded Chew and use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Again, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Use that promo code at checkout, fullyloadedshoe.com. Okay, Ulysses and Evan, let's get to some levity on the show here. This was a discussion, I mean, last week, we went into a full diatribe about uh, whether the standing ovation for Wander Franco was kosher or not kosher. Now we have another fan dilemma, the wave, the freaking wave. Is that kosher or not kosher at a baseball game or in any sports environment
2: whatsoever? No, I don't like it. Do you, Evan? No, no. I'll I'll give you my, my, my taste, Evan. It's, I I even go as far as saying that it's a disrespect to the players on the field because it sometimes it, it, for me, at least, usually it doesn't happen when the game is twelve to zero. It usually is that it's a tied ball game. There's a man on second. You're down by one run, or you're up by one run. It's the seventh inning, and all of a sudden, these people in the outfield try start to do the wave, and I'm like, "Look, Joey Wendell's at the plate right now, and and, right. and I need Brett Phillips to score on this one. Like, can we please just pay attention to what's going on in the game? So for me, that's that's my argument against it.
1: Yeah, I, I, think, I think the only time I'll allow it is if there was a game like last night and you're in yeah. the, the, the ballpark yes. and it's the seventh inning and your team's getting mollywopped, and it's like, oh <laughs> well, I, I got nothing else better to do. Yeah. Outside of that, yeah, I, you know, it just uh, – and here's the thing as a fan, right? Like I don't want to get up and do the wave, but now mm-hmm. I'm like morally obligated to do the wave <laughs> because – I don't want to be judged by everybody around me when I sit down and everybody's doing the wave and they're just going to look back and be like, well, look at this punk, he, you know, yeah. he's got some yeah. attitude that he doesn't want to get up off his seat and do the wave. And it's like, ah. you know, so now, now I feel like I have to do the wave just so I'm not subjected to, um, those, those, uh, those moral complications. Right. You no, know, I want to sit down in my seat. I just want to enjoy my brat. I just want to do, game just,
2: just have some fun do you participate box. kevin do you participate in the wave absolutely I don't. not I, no I, stay I don't think I i've ever seated.
0: participated in the wave in fact i mentioned the other day it was the game that rich show was pitching at uh at tropicana field against the orioles i think that was a 5-4 game and yeah, they were doing exactly. the wave. it was a nail biter and it. to your point evan if it is a blowout like yesterday or wednesday's game against the nationals um at that point, just put in the mercy rule. If the game is that boring and you, that you right. have to resort to the wave, that's where okay. Well, you know this team is up oh. by half a dozen runs. Let let's end it right there.
1: Once the umpire sees the wave, he just calls the game.
0: Yes, I've seen enough. I like it. I like it. Hey, give give the umpire the authority. They've got authority to checked uh, pictures for substances and so forth. So why yeah. not add that to the fold as well? Uh, it's funny though, Ulysses, because on this wave discussion, I think you put a poll up and a lot of people either uh, didn't really care or they despised it. I mean, there was only a, I mean, it was like 20% that that said, yeah, that the, the wave is cool. But we had listeners that were very vocal about their support of yeah. the wave. So a vocal minority, I guess. We had uh, Matt Germain say... Fans pay for entry into the stadium so they can wave all they want. People who don't like the wave are just grouchy and need to go to the washroom at that point if their grouchiness just can't hack people showing some happiness. Um, yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay, man.
1: Uh, look, I, I fully agree that you're allowed to do whatever the hell you want. You pay, you pay money for tickets and you want to do the wave, go ahead. And do sure. It. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm just. I, I don't know. I feel
0: that's a little bit of a, a Karen mentality of, oh, I pay your salary, so I have the <laughs> well, authority also, to do what my, I want. My, my,
1: my other point is that I'm not a grouch pop because I don't want to get up yeah. off my seat and do yes. some silly wave while the game's going on.
0: Right. Oh, in like fact, when, when the. You know,
1: I, didn't, I didn't sign. Up when I bought my tickets, I didn't sign up to do the wave. Now, when there you bought your tickets, maybe that's your entertaining factor. But for me, for me personally, don't put what you want to do on me, just like I won't put what I want to do on you. Like, if you want to do the wave, that's fine. Ah, if, yes. if collectively as a whole, you all want to do the wave, that's fine. I, I don't want to do the wave. That doesn't make me hot, right? Like, you, with, with your money, you get to do what you want with your ticket. Why yes. can't I do that with my money?
0: That's very fair. Very astute point with that as well. Um, Ty McCann says, I think this falls into the category of the game experience when it comes to fan interaction. Some people love that drunk uncle heckling players. Some think he's annoying. I think the same goes for the wave and those who do slash do not participate. I, for one, love a good wave. Okay. Uh, What's worse, though? The wave or the drunk heckler type? Drunk drunk heckler. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. agree. It's yeah. it, it ruins the whole
2: experience for because they don't stop from
0: start to finish. No, They're usually they, drunk they, by
2: the time they show up. There's no filter, right? So, yeah. so everything that that comes through the head that they think it's hilarious. And by the way, did you see Tommy Fam uh, uh, going on the presser after the game in Cincinnati? Apparently, like, some some fans were you know being drunk uncles and and mm-hmm. not even hankling, but just like legitimately cursing at the guy. So, I think if I had to pick the wave right or the drunk. Yeah. Or, yeah, or or a drunk uncle saying "F you, fam." I'm gonna pick the wave. Yeah, the the drunkle. No- I think
0: we created a new term, <laughs> drunkle. Also, if you're a player, do not look back at the person heckling because then you're done for. Then the rest of yeah. the game, you're absolutely screwed. That had uh, that happened to when I was not to uh, like brag here. i have mentioned all the games I've been to this year. Uh, it's only two. Uh, I went to the uh, the the Rays Blue Jays game in Dunedin. And Jonathan Davis, I guess the reserve center fielder for the Blue Jays, he kept looking back at the couple of guys that were heckling and they did not stop whatsoever. Randall Gricek right. kind of leaned into it a little bit, though, with that. Um, OK, uh, Evan and Ulysses, uh, Ulysses, we had this discussion earlier on the week, but, um, you know, all star voting is in full swing and starting to wind down at some point. And. Uh, The Rays will clearly not have any starters uh, on the American League side, but they do have to have a representative, at least one representative for the all-star game. And I posit this question to Evan, um, outside of Tyler Glass now, assume Tyler Glass now is out of the equation with the injury and so forth. Who, which Rays player would you pick? Who is most deserving or who would you choose to represent the Rays in the all-star game this year?
1: It was a really tough question, honestly. Yeah.
0: Um, you know,
1: I think if you don't care about average, if we're just gonna worry about home run statistics, uh, Mike Zanino makes a, a good case as a backup catcher. Um, obviously Salvador Perez is the runaway number one right. at that position. I have to look at other people at that position too. I think Yasmani Grandal might be up there as well. Um but he might he might make the cut as the top three as a catcher goes, and that, that might be good enough. We'll see. Um, if you're looking for the best all-around player, you know i I think Randy Arena is still that guy for the Rays. Having said that, I think home runs, RBIs, Austin Meadows like for me, Austin Meadows was was a surefire Hall of Famer. What, you know about three weeks ago. He's kind of hit a bit of a snag recently. I I still think Meadows is probably a really good choice, but it's complicated.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And then, you know, there might be a case for Rich Hill. Uh, Again, he's kind of had a couple of, I don't even want to say stinkers, but he's given up like four runs here or there. And, you know, credit to him for kind of correcting path and, You know, whatever he did to beat the crap out of some things in the dugout, it worked. Um, (laughs) But I I think out of the pitchers, I think really Rich Hill is the the only option. And uh, you know, just wonder if I can pull up the stats. Quickly. Actually,
2: you know, him winning the pitcher of the month in May might actually give a lot of credence to what you're saying. And also, remember, uh, pitchers are are picked by the coaches and managers, right? Uh, and yeah. Cash is going to be the AL manager, so Rich Hill might have the best. Uh, chance to to be that representative. I know people talked about Tyler Glass now having done enough, even though he's injured. He might get that nod, and and that would kind of suck because then we would not see a single Rays player actually play in the All Star game, and and that would kind of uh, be really sucky as a Rays fan, being the defending AL championship team. But that that makes a, a good sense. It might be Rich Hill because it could be handpicked by uh, Kevin Cash.
1: Yeah, he's got he got 80 strikeouts and 82 innings. Um, you know, Yeah, seasons. I
2: I can't really see a case for Rich
1: Hill.
0: That, I mean, I I he's had a much better season than I think anybody could have expected, but when you say Rich Hill, I just don't say that's a screaming All-Star right there. I mean, no, if you look at glass how Glassnow's thrown more innings than Rich Hill. And you how know, long I mean, has I Glassnow think, been out? I
1: mean, now? Glassnow still might get Yeah. the All-Star nomination yeah. and they might just replace him, you know. That's something that if I'm Kevin cash, right. Why not do that? Why not select glass now? And then just know that he's going to be replaced anyway, you know, reward your guy. So, I mean, but the, the the question obviously was ignore glass. Now Uh, I'm just saying that I don't think Rich Hill has ever made an all-star game.
0: No, If you're
1: looking for a lifetime achievement award for a 41 year old. uh, You know, I wouldn't hate, I'm not saying that he's like that deserving. Right. Um, but I think you can make the lifetime achievement award uh, argument similar to what Mark Andre Fleury just did, winning the Vesna over over Andre Vasilevsky. And I think that Rich Hill could be the nod. Um, if I had to choose one, I, I yes. still still think uh, I still think Meadows, but I, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't like it. I don't. I don't right. like feeling from it.
0: Uh, Ulysses has his head down because. Evan didn't mention Joey Wendell's name once. I don't think, right? I, Not once. I like
1: Wendell. I, I don't think Wendell's. I mean, as far as he, how many
2: at bats has he had? Is he, I mean, I think he's only missed by like a handful of games. To be honest, like maybe seven games. Let me see. The Look, it's been I'm pretty I'm, impressive. I, I'm going with and, Mike so Zanino. Has, I uh,
1: give it give it to Mike Zanino. Bats. Austin Meadows is at 327. You're talking about another. Forty-five oh, fifty. Yeah, you talk well, actually a lot more than that. Uh 50, 60 I mean, you're talking about like another sixty some out of bats
2: for Austin yeah. Meadows. But he's got to. w we're talking about the easiest path to getting an all-star nomination. I mean, it can't be any of these guys because they didn't even make the the finalist cut. So Rich Hill's argument and Tyler Glass's argument of being picked by their their manager is way more, you know likely to happen than meadows zunino or wendell mm-hmm. i i think I,
0: I think zunino is most deserving i i i really want florida man to get it here i really want <laughs> to he got a home run yesterday he did he, he's 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 got like an 860 ops right now he leads Impressive. all catchers all american league catchers in war that's my guy and it, yeah I, I i i said this the other day ulysses every at bat of his to me is must watch
2: because there's a chance that he could hit it out or hit it very hard
0: yeah he'll i wouldn't say out that too, i
2: wouldn't i wouldn't say that i think a uh, must watch tv is showy otani that's a must watch at bat. look there's Nine different zanino. levels
0: of mo- must watch must watch at bats from a race perspective in addition to wander Wander is must watch because is M- must of. watch yes yes Wanderers and then must, zanino must 1b but wander's not in all-star yet maybe next year <laughs> okay uh okay ulysses um Man, you know what? Wander could actually use something called Built Bar. Maybe that would increase his average, right? Would that help him a little
2: bit? Well, if he likes uh, the best tasting protein bar, he probably is a Built Bar fan because it's got such delicious flavors available. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie. Peanut butter brownie, my favorite and yours, Kevin. Double chocolate, salted caramel. There's something for everybody. I'm sure there's something for Evan as well. Okay. They've got tons, tons of flavors. They got 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams net carbs. I mean, you eat one of these things and you will go to the all star game. That is for sure. So before, today ends, go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you will get 15% off your first order. So remember, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com.
0: Uh, in addition to while you're uh, consuming a built bar you can also go to betonline.ag betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action baseball season is in full swing and you can track it all at bet online get all the latest news odds and info for all your sporting needs including mlb nba nhl and all your ufc mma action Head over to the website or use that mobile device of yours to sign up today and receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code Locked On L O C K E D O N. That's L O C K E D O N. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, guys, uh, baseball trivia time. Ulysses has a question, uh, courtesy of a listener, I think, as well.
2: Indeed. And look, I I love this. This is actually brought, um, this this trivia question brought to you by Austin Holloway. Um, Anytime that you, the listener of Locked On Rays, you want to stump either me, Kevin, or Evan, um, DM us or email us at LockedOnRace at gmail.com. You all probably follow us uh, already. We're all very close friends here in the Race community. Send us a trivia question, just like Austin Holloway did, and then you get to stump uh, the guests. And today, it's my turn to stump Austin Holloway because he stumped me with this question. Here we go. All
1: right, so we're all (coughs) screwed.
2: (laughs) <laughs> there are 11 active big league starters that use their four-seam fastball more than 50% of their total pitches. Name 3 of these pitchers. So, again, 11 active big league starters use their four-seam fastball for more than 50% of their total pitchers of the total pitches. Excuse me. Name 3. Now I will tell you. This is a hint that he did not DeGrom. give you, but I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be nice to you. If you're naming three, there are actually six pitchers in the AL East. That is my hint. That is all I mm. will give you. Go. The Degrom one? Incorrect. I strike one for Evan, and I also guessed him. So yeah. <laughs>
1: I gotta know which variation of fastball. Degrom
0: only Um, Okay. Yeesh. Um, and these guys could be healthy or unhealthy, I presume. Correct. Okay. There you go. There's
2: a hint. So, like Glass now. <laughs> Correct. That's the one I got right. You yeah. got one. Tyler Glass now. Um, he is uh, uses it 51.6 percent of the time. Uh, Garrett Cole. Incorrect, strike two for Evan. But I also guessed ten, so I guess we were on the right track here, Evan, on the same wavelength, unfortunately, for the both of us. <laughs> oh
1: man, yeah, like I'm going with the big names, and it doesn't seem to be a good option for me. No. Man, you know,
2: um, Kevin's taking notes. I feel like he's got his three already ready, like a katana. I see his face. I don't even know what a katana is, but I like
0: I'll, it. I'll say Ryu.
2: Incorrect, strike three. Okay, Evan is out on three strikes. Uh, what say you, Kevin Weiss? Uh, I'll say Scherzer. Incorrect, strike one. I was gonna say
1: Scherzer and I just, I I, I punted, all, after the Cole thing, I was like, okay, this isn't working.
0: <laughs> oh boy. And it's starting pitchers, correct? Correct.
2: A L East. A L East. I will go with John Means. You would be correct, John Means. Just tied with Tyler Glass now at fifty one point six. So you guys have two. Come okay. on, Kevin. You bring out. Now
0: you could say healthy or unhealthy. So I'm going to say Chris
2: Sale. Well, they've had to play in twenty. Okay. Yeah. So give me a different. Don't don't count that then. No no no. That was a foul tip, baby. Let's go. Shane McClanahan. Uh, no. False. Rich Hill. I will... No. Tyler <laughs> okay, Glassman was three the three only points. Ray on the list. Darn. Here is the list. Uh, Christian Javier at 59.4. Andrew Heaney, 59.0. Garrett Richards, 58.4. Carlos Rodon, Robbie Ray, J.A. Happ, Jose Erkady, Tyler Glassman you guys got, John Means you guys got, Nick Pavetta.
1: Like,
2: 51.5. In Jameson tie-on at 51.2. Hey, at least. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Very
0: good question. Stump both of us there. Uh, okay, guys, the we're running us. out of time, yeah. so I don't have time for uh, Name That War. Uh, but, Evan, I don't know if you have a little ditty for us, or if you yeah. just want to... Sh- yeah, go ahead.
1: Um, from From 2010 to now, can you name me Four All Stars from the Rays.
2: Yes. Do it. Go. Evan Longoria, David Price, James Shields, and Shield Matt Joyce. Not one of them. Since 2010, really? I thought he was a an All Star in 2011. Okay. Um, okay, so Matt Longoria and Joyce and Price for sure. Yep. And then uh, an all starts since 2010. 20- uh, Corey Dickerson? Yep, 2017. Okay, I
0: will add on Carl Crawford. Yep. Carlos Pena? No. Fernando Rodney? Yep. Oh, God. Matt Joy, uh, no, not Matt Joyce, Matt Moore, Matt Moore. Yep. I need one more, Straight right? us. I need one, one, more. one more. You're missing the one right in your face. was right in my face two more
1: of course i don't don't think this was said blake snell oh my god yeah blake snell Ah. and then
0: rafael soriano dang it dang it it. yeah very good very good okay evan where can people find you and your work
1: that's right Uh, i'm on all the social media platforms uh, especially twitter at E-Klosky E-C-L-O-S-K-Y W-T-S-P um, you can find on Instagram as well at E-Klosky and then also uh, please check out 10TampaBay.com we continually have your sports fix uh, whether it's Rays Buccaneers Lightning uh, essentially every team that's winning at all levels we have it because they all reside in Tampa Bay we throw it into a big old pot and we spit it out for you to easily digest so Um, yeah, give me a follow, like comment, uh, hit me up and, uh, I'll almost always respond.
0: That wraps up this edition of the locked on race podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the locked on today podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you next week.